Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Uh, Today's episode, we're going back to the Netflix series uh, Untold, and in this episode, we're talking about uh, the girlfriend that never existed, basically the story of Manny Teo, Manti Teo. Um, I remember that story, you know, basically, if you don't know the story, this is about a guy from Hawaii. Uh, he was a he was a um, he was a linebacker for uh, Notre Dame. Got drafted by uh, the San Diego Chargers in 2013, and everything like that. And what he's primarily known for is the fact that uh, sometime in 2012, 2011, I think it was. Uh, he he lost his grandmother and his girlfriend, supposed girlfriend, uh, on the same day. And then I think in the weeks prior to him, prior to Notre Dame going to the to the BCS national championship game against Alabama, and then him getting drafted a few months later, uh, the story started to come out that. Um, that it's possible that his girlfriend never existed. And that was the whole controversy. And come to find out he was being catfished and things like that. And it was probably one of the most shocking revelations uh, in the long run. You know what I mean? Like um, the idea that this guy from Hawaii who grew up in that Polynesian, you know, uh, that Polynesian, upbringing and everything like that is that naive to the fact that he never really he was in a relationship with a girl who he never met in real life and then come to find out it was all a hoax and everything like that and it it was more tragic than it was like funny because then you know he kind of became a joke after a while like after the whole the when the controversy came out you know, it was just it, like everybody kind of took their own story and ran with it because, um, b- you know, because when, when the story was leaked, it was just crazy how, you know, everybody just assumed, you know, he's in on it and he's trying to hide his sexuality from the NFL, you know, right before he's about to get drafted. And it's like, what the hell? You know, how does this, you know, how does this happen and everything like that? How does this uh, you know, how does this transpire? I know the guys who leaked the the story, their goal was to make ESPN, the New York Times, and all these, the Washington Post, and all these major uh, news outlets look stupid. But in reality, it was making the it was it was making Manti it was Manti Teo look stupid rather than these big corporate corporations. You know, the backlash that came behind it, you know, everybody was just making the assumptions that, you know, he was in on it. You know, how can he be that naive and how can, you know, how, how, do, how do you let that, how do you let something like that happen and everything like that. And I think this is at the, at the hype of the show Catfish, you know, that, that, that documentary had came out on net on, on, um, on MTV not that long ago, not that long prior to the situation. And then MTV released a TV show of it happening to people in real life. But then 
it was that when it happens to a star college football player and you know it's got national news coverage i mean he was interviewed by everybody good morning america the local news the washington post the new york times everybody was trying to clamor for his uh for his side of the story and you know he remained as calm cool and collected as anybody as any young guy should be you know it really took a turn for the worse when they when he started to become like the butt of every joke and you could see it on his face too like the more he would try to move on from it the more people would bring it up you know there's a couple of times where he's being interviewed at the nfl combine like i'm just here to talk football which is you know rightfully so man i'm not here to talk about this i've already talked about this i don't want to talk about it anymore yes i made a mistake yes i was very naive yes i got played but you know, I'm not here to talk about that anymore. I'm here to move on with my life and my career. And it's like a lot of people didn't let it go. And then social media got involved and, you know, this is different. It, you know, it, it, kind of, it kind of became like a tidal wave of things going on that really didn't. They, they, it's like, it's like the, the media and then the, the Internet kind of made this a lot worse than what it actually is and everything like that. You know, there is a light at the end of the tunnel because he did get... Uh, he did get uh, drafted in the NFL. He didn't go in the first round like they thought he was, but I think he went like in the late second round. You know, he ended up going to uh, to San Diego and things like that. He played. I want to say I don't. I'm not sure if he still plays now. I don't think he plays anymore because I know he played a while in San Diego and then he was on New Orleans for like a brief time and everything like that. But. Um, but yeah, this story, the story kind of intertwines with the Johnny Manziel one because uh, Manti Teo was also nominated for the Heisman Trophy the same year that uh, Johnny Manziel won it as a freshman and everything like that. So, you know, you could watch those stories are not necessarily intertwined because Johnny Manziel went on to have a controversial, you know, run at A&M and then an even more controversial career in the NFL. So whereas Manti Teo's career kind of became a joke, you know, it's like he got, it's like the kid that they saw in Notre Dame didn't transfer to the NFL correctly. And by all means, I don't think he did either. You know, he did the best that he could with what he had and, you know, things like that. But I think this whole hoax about his girlfriend really, really overshadowed his professional career because a lot of people still say that, you know, and everything like that. And this documentary really, you know, they interview the guy that did it, you know, and well, I shouldn't say that because the moment the the documentary starts, they're interviewing the person behind the hoax. And at the very beginning, they say at the time of filming, the filmmakers were unaware that the person who was behind the hoax was transitioning from male to female and is identified as a transgender male. And it's like, whoa, so this was a this was a, a guy doing this, struggling with his own insecurities and his own, you know, sexuality and everything like that. And he does this to another guy. And then after this whole thing dies down, he then transitions into a girl. And I was like, okay. But my thing was, why is that important? Like, why is that the focal point? Like... You're giving this free publicity to a person that's that tried to ruin a professional career. 
you try to ruin this guy's life and you almost succeeded and everything like that. And it was just, it was bad. You know, it was, I was like, what, what, why do they keep cutting to this person? I don't, I really don't understand why we need that information. I don't care why you did it. You know, saying sorry and saying that, you know, all, you know, I don't want to say all hope is forgiven and all, and everything is lost and everything like that. Manti Teo expresses that, you know, he, he wishes no ill feelings towards this person and everything like that and their family and whatnot, but it, um, it, uh, it really goes to show you that, you know, they were just trying to do anything and everything that they can and everything like that. And even like, but the thing is, it's like the, the, the producers and the filmmakers behind the documentary, like Netflix didn't even know about this whole transgender thing until they started shooting. It's like, what the hell? So yeah, that was kind of weird, but that was kind of weird that that happened, but it was also kind of weird that, you know, this documentary was so, it, they're telling both sides of the story. The person getting played and the person who's doing the plane. And it's like, that. I don't care about the person who did the plane. They fucked up. They're the ones that made this, you know, if you look at it from a outsider's perspective, they really, I think... Society, the media, they kind of came down on the wrong things and were making assumptions about the wrong type, the wrong shit, basically. You know, they were questioning this guy's talent. They were questioning this guy's, like, basically this, this guy's character. You know, they're try, he's trying to cover something up for being, you know, a homosexual and everything like that. And then, you know, for them to make all these wild assumptions about his sexuality, his orientation, the fact that, you know, he might be in on it, he might not be in on it. You know, he's trying to get full publicity, you know, fucking Notre Dame was in on it. And I was like, dude, come on, man. This guy got played and it got played out on national television. And I think that, you know, because of his, you know, celebrity status, it really got worse. You know, the more the more this story begins, begins to unravel, the worse it got. It's like he finds out that this supposed girlfriend is still alive the week of the national championship and from the time of the national championship and the time of all this other stuff that's going on in his life, he's, you know, he's out there trying to kind of cope with it and everything like that. And then Notre Dame goes undefeated and they have a horrible game in the, the championship. The national title game is the worst game that he's had. They lose 42 to 14. You know, and it's like, where is this going? Like, this is not so good whatsoever. But then you get, but then you get the other person's side of the story. Like, this story was, you know, that person was just going on saying about, you know, I didn't want it to end, couldn't take it anymore. And it's like, this person is struggling with their own insecurity and struggling to find their own identity that they were willing not, you know, it's not like a pure pressure thing or it's not like a prank or anything like that. These people were willing to go and do all this stuff to make this guy look like a joke. And they succeeded. I understand their intentions were not normal, but like these people who do the catfishing, it's just like, what the fuck? You know, you don't understand. You don't realize what type of harm that does to somebody until it's like really too late. So it's like, what the fuck? Like, what is wrong with these people, man? I, I don't get it. I don't get, what was the payoff going to be? Like, what is, what 
is the end game gonna be when stuff like that happens? You know what I mean? Like where where do we go from? It's like where do we go from here? You know, you can't say anything. You can't do anything. There's nothing you can do to fix any of it. And you know, we're supposed to just you know walk away and be cool like everything else. I mean, fucking Mandy Teos, Manti Teos career. You know, is he's forever looked at as a joke, and that's really unfortunate because the guy is a good player. The guy is a solid linebacker, you know, and everything like that. But it's like, you know, he's forever going to be tainted for that catfishing scandal, the hoax, and everything like that. And it's like, th- that's not really fair. But at the same time, the media didn't do him any favors by, you know, drawing it out more even after he was drafted by the Chargers and everything like that. So it's like, what the hell? What what else can, what else did this guy have to do to, to kind of get past that? You know what I mean? It's... He, there wasn't, and there wasn't really like a happy ending. You know, he, the, it ended with him saying that whole shit about, you know, I forgive that other person and I wish them nothing but the best in their life and everything like that. And I was just like, yeah, this is, I don't like the way this ended. I don't like the way it was put together either. You know, it's just, it, it bothered me that, that they kind of focused on the people trying to bring harm by doing something like this. I was like, why? Why would those people get in? Why would those people get a time to discuss and everything like that? You could have brought up the uncle. You could have brought up the the Doctor Phil stuff later on and everything like that. You could have done all of that. You could have done all of that. Um, you could have kept all that in there, but we didn't have to get, you know, these the other person's perspective because if because if you're watching, if you're we're with Manti Teo the entire time, the entire time. They talk to his parents, they talk to his uh, teammates, they talk to his roommates from college and everything like that. And he's a pretty well-rounded kid. You know, he's the kid that everybody, every college parent wishes they had. Yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. He has that Polynesian upbringing. Family is everything, you know, God-fearing. Uh, Hawaiians, you know, growing up with, they wear their heart on their sleeves, literally. You know, you see those tribal tattoos, that means something and everything like that. But, you know, it's like this kid got taken advantage of. You feel sorry for him to an extent because at the same time, you know, he's there to do one thing and that's play football. So for him to kind of just get into a relationship, an online relationship with somebody he's never met, you know, that's real easy because guys like that are gullible, you know, and everything like that. It's usually the guys that are gullible like that. It's usually those 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 level-headed guys who, you know, there's a lot of pressure on them because, you know, you're you're leading a school – out of, I don't want to say out of obscurity, but you're leading the school out with a lot of history, you know, out from under a rock into the national championship. It's unfortunate that he didn't win, but it, what is fortunate enough is that he did go on to have, you know, somewhat of a career in the NFL. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to say his career was Hall of Fame worthy because it clearly wasn't, but he, he, at least he had a career, you know. It, it would have been one thing for him not to be drafted at all, because of this whole thing, but, you know, the fact that he was able to play in the NFL for, uh, I want to say eight seasons and everything like that, but, you know, it was just, it's really unfortunate when a guy's career is looked at as a joke because of this incident and everything like that. Um, I'm not sure where they would go from here, but man, these documentaries on Netflix, the Untold series is really starting to cook up. I knew the Untold series was going to be 
good when they did that first episode of of uh, I think it was Mal of the the Malice at the Palace and everything like that because I thought what a great documentary I was like what a great story to tell you know because they did an amazing job with Last Dance and they did Malice at the Palace and now all these other episodes I'm gonna try to cover them all as they go and um, uh, but this one the the Manny Teo story about the girlfriend you know catfish hoax. You know, whatever you want to call it and everything like that was more more of a tragedy for both parties because you had somebody who was gullible and naive and really didn't know any better getting taken advantage of by somebody who is struggling with their own identity and their own sexuality. And that's really unfortunate. And you hope and pray that these people do find salvation in their stuff. And to be honest, at the end of this at the end of this series because this is like two episodes long. At the end of the the at the end of the episode it's there was a little bit of that light at the end of the tunnel. Like there was, you know, for both parties, so to speak, you know, everybody was able to move on and you know, live their own lives and everybody seems to be doing okay now, but um you know, it was just it it, it really did bother me that, you know, we had to get both sides of the story. I could care less about one side of the story because the main person in the story is Manti Teo. And the fact that he went through so much shit that, you know, we have to, we have to, you know, interview the other person behind the hoax. And it's like, you know, that's like saying I'm going to interview 50 Cent and the guy that fucking shot him nine times. I don't want, I don't care about the guy that shot him. You know, I don't give a shit about none of that. But um, it made for a good series. It made for a good, uh, it made for a good talking points and everything like that. So, uh this was a this was an interesting episode. It really was. It kind of took me by surprise. Uh, I, I I knew the story beforehand because I was like, yeah, Manny, Manti Teo is that guy who he was a he was he was a highly touted player coming out of out of uh, out of college, and then I think it was they said something like it was from what I remember, it was like the day before the draft or the day before the the national championship game that he was in his grandmother and his girlfriend died at the same time or on the same day or some some shit like that happened and then come to find out his girlfriend never really existed and I was like what does that mean what do you mean like he like he made it up or some shit you know but then you know I never really looked into it like at the time I was like damn you just gonna make up a girlfriend and then you know I was like damn that's crazy but then watching this documentary you know and seeing the story from his point of view, it really kind of opened my eyes of how, you know, quick, but then again, my response, like how I'm saying it now, like my response initially in 2013, uh, when the story broke and everything like that, I was skeptical like a lot of people, you know, but then hearing the story from Manti Teo and and his family's point of view, you realize that they, they pretty much just got taken advantage of by this other person. And it kind of fucking sucks. And, you know, once you hear the story, and everything like that, you you can look back and be like, wow, that's crazy. But then everybody's story is is quite the same. You know, you got everybody assuming that you know there's an ulterior motive. But then when you hear the story firsthand from the people involved, you realize that you know a young a young man from Hawaii was taken advantage of, and you know his his career is forever his NFL career is forever looked at as a joke because of how it started, basically. So. I mean, it is what it is, and it had somewhat of a happy ending, but, you know, it didn't really have the happy ending that a lot of NFL players would like to be. But, you know, like I said, it is what it is, and um, 
that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcasts from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse 21 um, Let me know what you guys thought about the untold story of, um, or untold the story of, um, of, um, of Manti Teo and his uh, girlfriend that never existed. Uh, if, you know, if you're a fan of the Untold series on Netflix, let me know what your favorite episode is, and I might actually give it a watch because I've seen a couple already, and I'm gonna cover the ones that I've seen and everything like that. And I'll probably, you know, uh, you know, there's some that I'm not interested in, and there's some that I'm that I am. And I think there's one, maybe one or two more that I'm probably gonna cover, and then we're probably gonna move on from there. But um, whatever the case may be, let me know Instagram and Twitter, the Madhouse Twenty One. Uh, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. Like I said, this week we got a bunch of stuff coming out. Um, I know on Tuesday is the third episode of of uh, ah- Ahsoka. Ashuka. I, I keep mispronouncing it. Ahsoka, we're prob- Ahsoka is probably going to be... We're covered on Tuesday because I haven't got a chance to see both episodes yet. I was watching one, and then the next day I had to watch another one and everything like that. So I think on Tuesday when they drop episode three, I'll probably drop an episode for the first three episodes. Or I might just wait until all the episodes drop and then go from there and everything like that. But whatever the case may be, be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. And of course, as always, be sure to embrace your inner madness.